Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. This is the third time I have attempted to record this podcast, and I am not allowing it to rile me up. I am paying attention. I am giving it to God, giving it to Jesus. Perhaps maybe there was something in those three that he didn't want me to say. I don't know. Let's see how this fourth one goes. It was a long one. That could be it. I think it was like 24 minutes long. So let's cut to the chase here because this is already pretty late. A couple things. Number one, are you still attached too much to worldly things? And then number two, I'll get into the bait day. Yes, that's what my husband said to me when he woke me up this morning. He said, it's bait day, which means it is the first day of my sardine challenge. And I haven't had a sardine yet because I'm supposed to finish this podcast first. (laughs) So let's get to it. Are you detached to the world? Do you care too much about what people think about you? Are you too focused on power and prestige or fame? Are you self-centered and not a servant leadership trying to make life easier for everyone around you? Do you moan and groan and complain about the duties that you have to do as your role as a spouse, as a mother, as a coworker, as a friend, as a community leader? Are you out there gossiping and making yourself feel better by bringing other people down? Are you still fighting with forgiving someone or resentment? Do you have a disordered relationship with something in the world? Could be a substance, could be food, alcohol, drugs, could be pornography, Could be adultery, could be lustful thoughts or judging others. Are you still looking for that next thing that is going to make you happy? You will be good enough when you have letters behind your name and some sort of degree, or you've lost this weight, or you have done something, maybe getting married, having a kid, whatever, that now you'll be happy. Today, we saw the pearl of great price in the gospel. And when you find that pearl, you sell everything. 
so that you can buy it. That's, I don't know if you can hear it, but I have a lawnmower. My husband's out there doing the lawn, so sorry about that if you can hear it. Many times you can't, but I just have to say it just in case you can't. But I digress. Back to the worldly attachments that we have. Are you buying the lies that the evil one tells you will make you happy? And that you can't be happy until or unless these things happen. That is not detachment. And so let's look at our lives right now and see how attached are we to things. If you've listened to me, you might be new. I feel God's telling me that this phone that I'm talking into right now is a disordered relationship with me. I have this phone in my hands all the time. But guess what God also did? He had me change my wallpaper. I went out, if you follow me on any other social media, I have shared the picture of my phone now, which is one of the most bloodiest, brutalist, I'm not even sure that's a word, picture of Jim Caviezel playing Jesus in the Passion of the Christ. I used to have a very pretty picture of Jesus. And in the beginning... I noticed it a lot. My husband and I would say every time my phone would light up, it would be a big face of Jesus. And he started it. He goes, hello, like as if Jesus would say hello to us. And then he wasn't saying hello. Why? Because I was not seeing him anymore. He was just in the background of the apps that I was trying to get at. And that's, that's wrong. That's wrong. So I think what God is now doing with me and this new wallpaper, because I cannot look at my phone without gasping, like, oh my gosh, God, Jesus, look at what you did for me. Look at the pain and the anguish And you did it with love. If you've seen the passion of the Christ, you know that he picked up that cross with love. He kissed it. He was doing it for you and me, saving our eternal souls. And I think we forget about the pain. (laughs) And we look at our lives and boy, it's really easy to complain about things. And that is what I am noticing I don't do as much with this picture because all I do is say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And I look at my husband and I'm like, we have nothing to complain about. He's like, heck yeah. We have looked at that picture and he's like, that's a hard thing to look at, hon. You should change that. And I said, no, that's exactly why I want to keep it here because I want that reminder of what he did for me. And that my life isn't mine anyway. So how do you get out of this detachment thing? How do you detach from what the world tells you will make you happy? We pray and we give it to God. So every morning, I know there's a beautiful morning offering that's typed out for everybody that you could say, that's fine. But honestly, I think it's better that you have your own conversation with him so that you can look at your life and say, okay, Lord, thank you for my faith. Thank you for my spouse. 
Thank you for my family. Thank you for the family that I was born into. Thank you for the finances. Thank you for the roof over my head. Thank you for a car, two cars. Thank you for the lawnmower that my husband's using. Thank you for the ability to be healthy, to have muscle, to have a body that works and use it and train it. And thank you again for all of this stuff. And by the way, it's not mine. They're blessings and gifts from you. Thank you for getting me over my addiction. Thank you for getting me over my food problems. Thank you for having me be more attentive and aware about what's going on so that I can capture those emotions and keep your peace in my heart, my soul, and my body. Then we say humbly, Lord, I give it all to you. I give you all of this because it's all yours anyway. And here I stand in front of you naked. It's a weird visual, but just like we came into the world every day, we should go through the motion of handing him every single thing that we have, whether it's a possession or transformation or, you know, an addiction that has been healed or it's an addiction that's not healed. Everything, everything, everything. And then we can ask, if it's his will, we'd like it all back. But I always ask for him to make it holier before it comes back to me. Make me look at my spouse in a new light with more love, with more kindness, with more generosity. Help me to look at this house and be grateful for it. Help me look at my land that we have in Tennessee and be grateful for that and the process that we're able to build something and be grateful for the fact that we're having a couple of issues with it and give it to God and trust that he will do what he will and that we don't fret about it, that he will take care of it. That's what we did last night. We looked at my phone. We talked about how uncomfortable (laughs) the picture was. And then we were going through an issue with whether we were going to have concrete poured, whether we were going to have, you know, it inspected in time because the people that we're working with are just not that coordinated. And we feel the, the people who are not very experienced in the build are the ones that are actually managing everything. And so I've been thanking God for my husband and his ability to pull all of these people and all of this stuff together. But we grabbed each other's hands last night and we prayed and we said, Jesus, we trust in you. We're not going to complain about this. We'll put it in your hands and we'll see where it goes. You know, could we have the place inspected before the concrete's poured? Blah, 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 blah. I mean, it was interesting because my husband and I don't pray like that. I just grabbed his hand. I said, let's pray. And we both closed our eyes. I mean, I was the one that was speaking, but even so, the fact that he did it with me was pretty stinking cool. So I give that to God too. And I just ask him to have me (laughs) 
appreciate everything and glorify him and thank him for all that he did for us. I just think we forget about his passion, which is from the very moment that Judas turned him in for 30 pieces of silver, when he was beaten to a pulp, when they put the crown of thorns on his head, which we've heard that it punctured through his eyes. Oh, the scourging, right? That happened right before it, the carrying of the cross, and then the three hours hanging up there, suffocating, sucking every breath in, in pain, while Mary had to watch him. We forget that without the crucifixion, there is no resurrection. So whatever is going on in your life, know that maybe you're going to have to go through some stuff. But the more that you give it to Jesus, the more that you humbly offer him everything every day, he is going to change your heart. He is going to change your view of things because you've given it to him. You've humbly asked him to take the burden. Here is my yoke, Lord. Stick your head in the other hole and help me. Help me carry this load. And he will. Okay, going back to bait day. Uh, <laughs> check out the video that I will do that my husband and I will do a little bit later when I have my first sardine, which kicks off my three-day fast. And I know some of you are like, have at it, girl. You do that all on your own. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with sardines. And that's cool. But maybe you can look and do something else for three days. Maybe it's only eating one meal. Or maybe it's only having some other kind of food. Or maybe it's fasting altogether. Maybe it's adding something like a prayer time or the rosary, like an extended reflection. Go to my YouTube channel. I have meditations for the rosary out there. They're 40 minutes long. It's a bit of a sacrifice of your time, but you can offer it up. That's what it's all about, offering it up. So this is not a diet move for me. For those who are new, I, I started identifying through God's eyes, through God's help, my soul, mind, and body, three-legged stool was off balance in a big way. And it was my mind and my body together. My soul was kind of there, but not driving everything. So last Advent, I started the three bodily mortifications, soul, mind, and body. So I made sure that I did some good solid prayer. And then I did something for my mind and something for my body. And that was where God started connecting all three of these things. Well, July... And now we're into the beginning of August. I've just been stagnant. I haven't really been concentrating on getting stronger. I've just been kind of whatever happens with the diet happens. I mean, like yesterday, I drank an entire container of heavy whipping cream, which is delicious. But it's also 1,200 calories. Did I need that? Probably not. <laughs> right? So... This is why I was like, okay, it's the third quarter. What do I mean by that? Well, 
the year is broken up in quarters. This comes from my executive corporate world, but the first quarter was me in January doing my five-day water fast. That kicked everything off. Then I immediately went into keto. And then the second quarter, which was in April, I did another three-day water fast. And now we're in August and I'm doing the three-day sardine fast because I want to see what this amazing fish with all of its benefits and the oil and the fats and the proteins and the minerals can really do in my body. I really want to shock my metabolism. It is not for weight loss. Funny thing is my app that's attached to my scale that I only found back in July, not that long ago, I'm exactly where I was. I find it hilarious that I am like, okay, I took a picture and it's like, you have zero pounds lost, zero pounds gained. I am exactly the same. So I was fluctuating between 138 and 140. Sometimes I'd dip down to 136. Sometimes I'd go up to 142, but those were just one day, you know, like I knew after a party eating and, you know, drinking too much that that was going to be a higher day on the scale. And the other one was, well, I fasted that day. So I knew that the next day was going to be lower. Okay. But it's not about the weight. This is why I want to make it soul, mind, and body. It is going to be a sacrifice to eat these little guys. I don't know if I'm going to like them or not. And that's a lot of (laughs) sardines. That's a lot of sardines to eat. So I'm going to offer it up to God as a sacrifice and ask for him to help the world for the reparation of sinners and to help all the people that are looking at what's going on in the world because maybe that's where you're attached too much on what's going on in politics, in the court systems, with certain administrations. I know people listen to this all over the globe. Of course, I'm talking to Americans with what's going on here, but it's happening everywhere. There's other countries that are looking at coups, government takeovers. This is a global awakening. And some people allow the state of the world to get to them, to rock their peace, to make them be angry and, and fearful. And that's not of God. I know God is working because God is pulling out the evil. They can no longer hide. The lies are being exposed. And day after day, people are having the scales pulled off their eyes. So all we need to do is sell everything for that pearl of great price as we read in the gospel today. And that means go through that process of giving God it all, all of it, every single bit. And then ask him to bring it back to you. Lord, please give me all of this back, but make it holier. So let's pray. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come Holy Spirit into our hearts, into our minds, into our souls so that we can love you and trust you, that you have our best interest in mind, and that if we're going through something, all we have to do is remember it's nothing like what you went through, and to give you our 
emotions that drag us down and take us out of your peace and turn to you and know that our lives are in your hands. Ask for you to pick up our yoke with us. We need you to help our burdens be lighter so that we can be Christ-like to those around us. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, look at your life. Where are you too attached to the things of this world? And listen to the lies as you go through thinking, yeah, I'm only going to be a better person when I drop this 20 pounds. Not so, not so, not so. It's the process, everyone. It's the daily walk. And if we take this day today in this 24-hour journey, we might be shocked at how awesome it is, how much we can capture emotions and things that would normally spiral us out of control, like this podcast that wasn't saving three times. We'll hopefully see if this will work. And look at our lives and shake it up a little bit. Let's do something for three days. Check out my YouTube channel, Soul, Mind, and Body Group. I promise I am going to put a video together to help you pray, to help God change you and make you into that perfect, beautiful, peaceful, loving Christ that you can shine to the world. Okay, I love you all. Find something more with God, soul, mind, and body, and have a blessed and inspired day.